irreverent, entertaining, cool. You're listening to LA Talk Radio. Welcome to All Things Therapy. I'm your host, Lisa Tahir. I'm a licensed clinical social worker practicing as an intuitive psychotherapist. Additionally, I am certified in both EMDR and Reiki. You can find me online through my website, which is nolatherapy.com. And you can book sessions online via Skype, FaceTime, or phone in person as well. I have offices in both New Orleans and Los Angeles. And you can find archived episodes of this show on iTunes, Google Play, and YouTube. So today is a different show for me to do. I'm approaching my year anniversary in March being on LA Talk Radio. And I wanted to start doing some shows individually and even taking callers. So at the end, if time permits, I welcome your call to talk about whatever you'd like to talk about. The number is 323-203-0815. In the meantime, I want to talk about today some new work that I have been working on. It's actually a book proposal in progress. I've been working with Randy Pizer. She is my literary agent and will be on the show for my one-year anniversary. And I've been working on a book that's titled The Chiron Effect, A Therapist's Guide to Healing the Wounded Healer. Don't tune out if you're not a therapist because the themes of this book apply to everyone. And it was birthed out of my desire approaching 20 years in practice as a psychotherapist and and being really curious and wondering why is it that clients that I typically see for long periods of time and and repeatedly I've been to I've been to births I've been to funerals weddings I've seen clients children you know their extended family members and it seems like people tend to come in recirculating certain issues and coming back to some core frustrations, core problems and issues that seem to remediate for even a long time and and at some point come back. And it's almost like this impenetrable glass ceiling that not only my clients experience and come up against periodically in their lives, but myself as a therapist of 20 years and very seasoned, and I have a host of uh abilities and and self-care options and my colleagues as well why do we find ourselves even in dead-end relationships in worrying about finances why do we experience you know stress as much as someone who is a non-healing professional kind of what what is really going on here and so I, I went back to literature um like Sigmund Freud and the repetition compulsion, which has to do with the way we recirculate issues. And this really shows up pretty rapidly in intimate relationships and friendships where you're with a partner and you seem to have the same kind of frustrations or issues repeatedly. And um, and then you might find a different partner and things are really great. And I do believe we evolve up if we're in any way soul searching and healing. You know that we do evolve up in our partner selection and mate selection. So you might find yourself in a new relationship that's totally amazing. And I believe that it, that it is. And yet at some point you, you come to the same issues of, of feeling unworthy, of feeling neglected, or abandoned, or um, unseen, underappreciated, not good enough, you know, these themes kind of come up. And so, you know, I'm kind of like, wow, what what's going on here? How do I help my clients and myself just really transcend these feelings and patterns so that we can be happy and have fun? So that led me to thinking of Carl Jung and his archetype of the wounded healer. And, um, Let me see. I do have some notes. I haven't looked at them yet. Um, The Wounded Healer and 
gosh, forget the notes. Okay. His, his notion of the wounded healer that really leads us to empathy development and, and how from our wounds, you know, we can access our greatest potential for healing and for being empathic and for helping others. And I think a lot of people believe that we need to change through criticism, through harshness, through being, um, you know, really mean with ourselves and others. And I just don't see evidence that that works for any sustainable period of time. I believe it's through bringing softness, bringing gentleness, bringing understanding to our wounds with ourselves and, and with others that really creates that environment for healing and that safety that's necessary to be able to say, I made a mistake. Be that you made a mistake and hurt yourself or you made mistakes and hurt someone else. So in, in thinking about the wounded healer, I started kind of Googling that, and it led me to astronomy and astrology, where Chiron, C-H-I-R-O-N, is the wounded healer. And in Greek mythology, he was a centaur. And a centaur is that uh, mythological half-man, half-horse figure. And temp- typically, centaurs were violent. They were warring. You know, they, they weren't the nicest uh folks to encounter um but chiron was a different type of centaur he was from a different lineage than other centaurs and in fact instead of having four horse legs like other centaurs he had you know the whole front body of a male including human legs in the front and just the horse legs in the back and he was the archetype the founding father of the healing and medical arts and he helped people he taught other Greek gods, the healing arts, and and how to take care of oneself. And he found himself in a situation going to have dinner with one of the other Greek gods in his caves. I forgot the name. It starts with a P, I believe. And they opened some wine from Dionysus that was a gift. And uh, the other the other centaurs smelled it and came to attack uh, Chiron and and the host where he was having dinner. And Chiron accidentally was struck by an arrow in his leg and it caused him for the first time to feel mortal pain and to feel just debilitating human pain pain to the point where he didn't want to live and he asked Zeus can I just can I give my life for someone else to live and Zeus granted that and he found himself up in the stars in Chiron which is a minor planet in between Saturn and Uranus and Chiron in our astrological charts points to our wounds. Chiron represents in a natal chart, which is your birth chart, a snapshot of the stars when you were born, a blueprint of, of issues and, and themes and personality constructs and such. And Chiron in particular talks about the, the wounds that we have that we bring to this life to heal. And um, I just thought that was so interesting because so often in therapy, I we take a lot of time to ask questions and assess what is one's source fracture wounds. What you know, what is your partner triggering? That's that's so challenging and and difficult to overcome repeatedly. And so what I thought was really cool is that in an astrological chart, the placement of Chiron tells you what it is so in the last few months i've started to ask all my psychotherapy clients for their i have their date of birth but i've asked them for their time of birth and place of birth and i've run their charts to see where their chiron is and not surprisingly it the wounds that chiron describes are the things that we have been working on in therapy sometime for years so i've been bringing this into my client sessions and that kind of birthed this book that i've been writing on and um, today, because it's, it's, you know, I'm, the book is a work in progress. It's a working draft. So today I'm talking about Chiron in the astrological signs. Chiron also appears in a, an astrological house, which will be in a different episode, kind of layering the two on top of each other. But for today, I want to really delve into the appearance, the residence of Chiron in your astrological chart in a particular sign and what that means for you. And I have for every sign that Chiron is in, I have an admonition, which is basically a friendly reminder to keep it simple. 
I have an affirmation after I describe what the wounds are, an affirmation that you can, if you so choose, write down on a sticky note, carry it around, put it in your, on your bathroom mirror, an affirmation that can help you work with that particular wound and kind of take into your psyche um, a different message about yourself to start to be able to change. And, and again, in that non-critical way that you know, we might do sometime with ourselves, a more gentle way to encourage ourselves. And then I leave you with three practical steps, three things that you can do starting today. And it's kind of like a working template that you can add on to these things as you become inspired to start breaking your patterns. That's what my book is about. That's what, that's why I'm a therapist. I don't want you to be my client for the rest of your life. I would like for you, you know, to move on and be happy and create new relationships and live the life of your dreams and take these tools that I can help you with and expand on them and then help others because that's how I became a therapist. A therapist really helped me, you know, when I was younger and struggling. So it's kind of like paying it forward, moving things along. And and this for my work is exciting because it's in a different way than I've done. I, I just became so frustrated with how... Um, we can stay in the repetition compulsion dialogue potentially forever. You know, it's kind of like there, there's always going to be triggers. We're always going to feel triggered by a stranger, by a friend, by a lover. You know, that's part of life. And so it's great when you have a person that you can talk to, you know, fully without fear of being judged or criticized that when you said this, I feel this way and how do we work on this? You know, and, and to go beyond that, to make the triggers less. Like, ideally, I think we want our triggers to to dissipate and dissolve. And so I hope with the admonition, the affirmation, and the practical steps that this can happen for, for us, for listeners today, people that listen in the future, and for myself. So let's see. Where am I? And again, if someone does want to call, feel free to, and I'll just add you in to the dialogue, 323-203-0815. I'm going to start with Chiron and Aries. And your admonition, encouragement, reminder to keep it simple, is that the seed of happiness is within you. And these are my quotes that I've developed actually over the last few years for different things so the seed of happiness is within you Aries is a sign that's an initiating sign is known to be independent and bold risk taking a very action oriented person when Chiron appears in Aries in your natal chart the wounding is in your sense of self related to valuing oneself so your identity it's, it's almost like a, a fracture in your identity of sorts and that could begin to drive your life as far as seeking approval through um, people-pleasing, developing a belief. And these wounds happen in our childhood, and then we grow up with them and start adapting with these behaviors. For example, Chiron and Aries, people-pleasing, putting others first, overextending oneself um, to be loved, you know, believing that if I work hard enough, I will be loved and um, you end up being and feeling quite depleted as a result. So an individual with Chiron and Aries really needs to learn and can learn to possess and express your personal power in positive and meaningful ways that resonate with you. And thinking about the psychological overlay of a wounded sense of self, you know, people-pleasing, not not feeling quite adequate so you overcompensate in your actions since you are an initiating sign it's easy for you to do um you know you may be led to feeling isolated and alone and so i think people with chiron and aries could even be prone to self-harm type coping mechanisms like substance abuse to cope with um the resulting feelings of maybe not being loved by that person that you worked so hard to please and anticipate their needs and it still didn't work out and materialize in the way that you hoped for so I think it's through self-love and prioritizing yourself that's how you start to heal and instead of the self-harming 
behaviors like addictive you know substances drugs alcohol compulsions etc that that really reinforces one's self sense of unimportance and then you start judging yourself typically like i'm a bad person so it just starts this negative loop in in one's head of you know never being able to break out of what it is that needs to change and it's the pattern of people pleasing that you can change it is absolutely possible to change the the patterns you have established with people and um so the mantra that i've come up for Chiron and aries individuals is i own my right to exist and if you think about that owning your right to exist owning your right to be here to take up your space to take up other people's space even to take up where you belong and where you see yourself being in this world is a really positive shift i think into personal empowerment and the three steps for you the takeaways for you Chiron and aries is take an inventory an inventory within yourself before you say yes to anything to determine if this commitment will truly enhance or will it detract from your personal power a second takeaway thing that you can implement is set limits with others based on putting your own schedule and your own self-care first and this includes maybe you made a commitment to someone and you realize, oh, you know, here, I did it again. This sense of duty, even, I want to keep my word or I want to keep this person in my life, you know, and this is a way to have connection with them, but it really doesn't work anymore. It's really going to affect me negatively to follow through with this commitment and you can let them know I've changed my mind. This doesn't work. I'm going to go in a different direction. And I think you can do that with... um you know, as much energy or not as you want. You don't need to blast people away, but I think you do need to set limits and know that others might might react, they might not. You know, when we start shifting our patterns, saying things differently and doing things differently, sometimes people are psyched for us and sometimes they are not. And if you're typically a people pleaser, some of your loved ones might, you know, not like that you're, you, you're not doing that anymore. You know, this doesn't work for me, no. And it's okay because people will accommodate you. People will learn once you change that this is, these are your limits, these are your boundaries, and they'll either, you know, be with you and supporting you in that or they'll leave. And new people will come and fill in those spaces. So it's really about owning your right to exist and assessing if making this commitment will work or not and being able to allow yourself to change your mind. The third takeaway is give yourself advice as if you were speaking to someone else. So developing your self-talk is important. I'm going to take a sip of water. Be right back. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Wow, I'm realizing... I don't think I've ever talked for 50 straight minutes. This is a stretch, but it's fun. So let's move on to Chiron in Taurus. The admonition, the reminder to you, Chiron in Taurus, is that your value and worth are unchangeable. Your value and worth are unchangeable. Taurus is a sign that's known to be loyal and ethical, typically has good taste and aesthetics, and is tenacious. When Chiron is in Taurus, there is a wounding in a wounding of neglect that results in a damaged sense of worth. So people with this placement of Chiron often have been wounded in the area of sexuality. They often may be a survivor of sexual abuse or rape, and they may struggle with values related to material possessions. And a Chiron in Taurus 
that hasn't quite healed this wound may seek to heal through material gain, possessions, and sex, um, to feel a sense of power and productivity. And for you, financial and sexual healing, it's really important and it's really necessary because your search to repair your self-worth from neglect through the pursuit of money and possessions and sex can create, I mean, most basically, the struggle to maintain it all. You know, how do you maintain all these things you've started? And then it keeps you from really going deeper into that process of, of meeting your own unmet needs that weren't met, that you weren't given that, that love and approval. You know, you were often asked to do things you didn't want to do, but might not have felt like you had a choice to say no. You know, so you do have the option to say no now. And and that might even be to yourself to say no, that, you know, changing a pattern of hurting others by using your power, you know, instead of using that power to heal yourself. And healing for you is found with love, with love through commitment. And that commitment really truly being to yourself to visit those wounded places in your memory, in your background, as that helpless and wounded child that you once were. And you're not now, but she or he is still there within you, you know, and, and to bring that young one the love, the the recognition, the acknowledgement that I think is big for Kyron and Taurus, the acknowledgement and recognition, you know, that that you're important and I approve of you. So the mantra for you, Chiron and Taurus, is I love and approve of myself just as I am. And the takeaways, the three things for you that you can begin to do for yourself. Number one is to commit to a course of healing by being accountable to yourself, by enlisting the help of a healing professional that you trust, someone who can guide you because we all need guidance. It's not a sign of weakness. It doesn't mean you're going to, you know, um, have to be in pain forever. But I think really being accountable to heal in in the ways that you weren't recognized will make you a lot happier and, and more productive. Secondly, Chiron and Taurus, commit to identifying one thing a day that you love and appreciate about yourself that doesn't have to do with material success. Focus on those intrinsic things about yourself that you love and that are there. You're, you know, such a a solid, Taurus is such a solid earth sign. So focus on your beautiful qualities like kindness, being patient. You know, I'm gentle. So really every day acknowledge something about yourself that's not an outward, you know, like a material wealth, like I said, thing. Um, Something just about you. I was patient today at the grocery i like how i let that car go first even though i'm running late being generous those kind of things you get it and third chiron and taurus commit to changing the pattern of using one's sexuality as an escape use sexuality to create and connect and heal the childhood wounds if there was abuse and trauma that have driven your life in places that you have hurt people it's an opportunity to be accountable to yourself and and change that to use your sexuality for something beautiful and creative that it was meant to be instead of wounding to yourself and others we are moving on to Chiron in Gemini so the admonition the encouragement the reminder to keep it simple Chiron in Gemini is I can show my true self I can show my true self. Gemini is a sign known to be really funny, witty, curious as can be, and loves to learn, and typically talkative. So when Chiron is in Gemini, there's a wounding that you experienced from not being heard or listened to in an empathic way. And you might have experienced you know, a sense of being misunderstood that caused a disruption in your ability to effectively communicate to others and you may have been criticized you may have been bullied even ridiculed and shamed by an authority figure or even by peers or by your siblings and it's resulted in a sense of low self-esteem that might either keep you from speaking your voice or it might cause you to um talk too much 
you know, and, and be that person that people wish would just pipe down. Either way, you know, you're not being perceived in the way that, that I think you want to be perceived. And you might even compare yourself to others. And you might fear being compared to others. You might feel like others are smarter than you are. And let's see, what else here? Um, you know, and when you think about the resulting low self-esteem and as an adult internalizing low self-esteem and not speaking up for yourself, you might find yourself in situations, business and personal, that you don't want to be in and, and you're not sure how to get out of them. So then you could feel stuck and... Um, you know, that could result in feeling depressed, that could result in feeling angry. So, you know, just the sense of not being liked is very painful. And so learning to tune in to your inner needs and wants and beginning to express them verbally or restraining some of what you might want to say verbally and just being in the moment to listen better. Those are two ways to work with this, depending on which end of the spectrum you're on. So, um, pardon me, let me get a sip of water. Your gift in this wounding is found, Chiron and Gemini, when you express your own unique perspective to others. And for you, the mantra to work with around healing is I am seen and heard. I am seen and I am heard. And three things that you can do beginning today for yourself is take a moment before speaking to choose what you really want to say and then take that risk to speak your truth out loud and you might want to start this with a trusted individual before you do it in a group you know maybe even ask a friend a loved one can I practice you know speaking up what I really think and feel because I realized I haven't done that uh, most of my life and be able to practice with this and actually, that's number two, huh? <laughs> to ask a trusted person to practice authentic communication and establishing ground rules even, even like mutual respect, one person talks at a time, et cetera, so that until you develop some proficiency in accessing what you want to say and saying it. And things get easier. Whenever we start something new, it, it always feels challenging. That's very normal. So to kind of push through the challenge by taking baby steps. And number three for you, Chiron and Gemini, is to practice listening without thinking about your response. So truly be in the moment with that individual or group that you are with. Chiron in Cancer. The admonition for you, the gentle reminder for you, is I am learning to live from a place of love. So Cancer is known for being a very nurturing and domestic, protective and intuitive, family-oriented sign. And I have a sister who's a Cancer, and she's lovely, all about the home and making you comfortable. And, and when your wounding is, when your Chiron is in Cancer, the wounding is in childhood and family relationships, resulting in feeling abandoned and unlovable due to one's home environment being threatening being insecure so if you think about it our home environment that container that we were raised in kind of set the stage for a lot of who we become and don't become in adulthood until we decide to to take responsibility and sort through all of that so coming Chiron and Cancer coming from a place of you know the home base wasn't secure wasn't stable you kind of feel displaced in your life moving forward and you might struggle with planting roots and feeling where you belong in life you could even feel detached from your instincts because it's, it's so uncertain. How do I bring the security to myself in the home that you might sacrifice your own needs in order to be a part of a group or a community? And your wound of abandonment is transformed and healed by connecting to the spirit of a loving mother or presence within, a loving parent that you feel connected to. It could be nature. You know, it could be... Um, it, it's called in, in attachment theory a constant companion. You know that children attach securely, avoidantly, or anxiously to their caretaker. And so this is kind of working with that attachment piece and, and developing that sense within yourself that I'm safe where I am. And so 
developing a, a deep sense that love is within and home is anywhere I lay my head. Home is anywhere I say that it is. That a person with this placement can feel a deeper sense of trusting oneself, others, and the universe. So the mantra for you, Chiron and Cancer, is I trust myself to be at home wherever I am. I trust myself to be at home wherever it is that I am. And the takeaways for you, the three things you can choose to do for yourself is number one, take some time to go through where you live now and clear out the clutter. Make your residence an oasis to whatever degree possible at this time. Just getting rid of the things you don't need, donating them, and and kind of clearing that space creates a space within yourself to, I think, then begin to add what you do want. So number two is to invite people into your space once a month and begin pairing good memories with home because for you there might not be a lot of positive paired associations between uh, home if, you know, and people, So especially if traumatic and difficult things happen there. So invite people into your space. Make a goal of once a month you know, having people over. And then third, join a group on, for instance, meetup.com or a similar forum that connects you to other people so that you can, um, you know, begin to share mutual interest, hobbies, or a passion or passion with the group. And then that could be a place, you know, that you find others to invite into your space and go to theirs. So it's, it's about connection to yourself, others, and, and your home. So I trust myself to be at home wherever I am. Chiron and Cancer. Now, moving on to Chiron and Leo. The admonition for you is create the things you wish existed. And that's actually not my quote. That's a quote from an athlete that I am so inspired by. Her name is Christmas Abbott. Yes, like the Christmas tree. And if you see her, she will light up your Christmas tree. I had the pleasure of meeting her actually in New Orleans. She is one of the top CrossFit athletes in the world. She is a bright light and encourage encourager to follow her on Twitter is very inspiring. So I got this quote from her, create the things you wish existed, Chiron and Leo. And Leo is known for being a gracious, fun-loving sign in a position of leadership and associated with romance create and creativity. So when Chiron is in, in Leo, there's a wounding in one's ability to express oneself creatively. And imagine how painful that could be for a Leo who's supposed to be ruling creativity. So Chiron in this sign makes it hard for the individual to feel connected to one's ability to create and maintain things like meaningful work meaningful relationships, and even children. And this person may judge themselves harshly while really able to encourage others and give them permission to create you know, their dreams. So on one hand, you're able to really help and support others, but there's a lack in being able to help and support yourself because of that judgment piece around your creativity. So creating joy in, in your life, creating joy in your life so to transcend the sense of struggle and and such can really help you bring the changes about that you can tap back into your creativity that is innately there within you it is so there and maybe being in a community of others that help you be in touch with that so your mantra is i live to create i live to create so the takeaways, the three steps for you, Chiron and Leo, are to, number one, you may choose to take a creative class, be it in art, music, design, sewing, whatever it is, to give yourself a regularly scheduled time and space to go and create. You know, because life will run us all over if we let it. So to really schedule that time to take a class if, if you're able to. Secondly, you know, you can choose to plan to arrive to work early or stay late in order to really prepare for your day so that you can, you know, attack each thing you have with more ease, with more preparation and set yourself up to succeed. Number three, make yourself available to help a coworker with a project. Offer to help your child if you have children with their projects or offer to help a friend 
you know, with something that they are working on. I think it's so helpful to help someone else, you know, to kind of get started with with creativity. And that kind of gets those juices flowing and the stream of thought. Like, then what can I do next? Because there's such satisfaction that can be derived in that process. So, Kyron and Leo, your mantra, I live to create. Kyron in Virgo, your admonition and reminder to keep it simple is things don't have to be perfect to be good enough. Virgo is known for being organized, service-oriented, and helpful. And when Chiron is in Virgo, there's wounding having to do with maintaining balance in regard to one's health and routines. You may feel broken and unsure how to heal. And you might resort to restrictive routines, diets, or prone to being a workaholic. So you might want to, like, close up, you know, go in and close up and shut the world out to try to control um, this sense of brokenness and not knowing how to change or heal. Um, You may neglect your own health even and at the same time, you know, be of service to others and being generous to others with with neglecting yourself at the same time so you really need to pay attention to getting adequate rest food you know feeling happy doing things that are fun and not just work oriented so the mantra for you Chiron and Virgo is I can be flexible I can be flexible and three things that you can do to start shifting old patterns is number one, invest in a daily planner or an online calendar to chart out each week's responsibilities, deadlines, and playtime. Yes, this is for adults. To chart out your playtime, the fun things, because we all need that every week. So particularly for you, Chiron and Virgo. Number two, schedule out, you know, for the year, your routine health and doctor's appointments, your well woman's visit a year, your dentist appointment, your primary care doctor Appointments. Chart those out. Have them in your calendar done for the year so you don't have to think about it. You just have to show up. And number three is similar to one. Schedule, schedule days off each week or at least a day off each week and plan a yearly vacation, if not more, to get away and, and put the phone down and the email down and just really be with yourself or whoever you're with and, and access some enjoyment. So I can be flexible. Kyron and Virgo. Chiron in Libra, your admonition is, I listen to myself to find what is needed. I listen to myself to find what is needed. Libra is known for being balanced and fair, great at compromising, and is commitment-related. So wounding uh, in, in, for you, Chiron in Libra, causes an underdeveloped sense of self, and it leaves you feeling alone when you're without a relationship. And you might even sacrifice your own opinions, your own beliefs, your own needs to maintain or to be in a relationship because it can be so hard for you to be out of one. And then your sense of identity becomes, you know, from that other person instead of from self-definition and internal direction of your own unique needs and wants that are okay to have and put out there. And for you, healing is found from fully knowing and loving that your own identity is unique, your preferences are unique, that your needs can be met, and uh, that you can be whole within, you know, with or without a partner, that you can, you can actually feel good and be good. And then having that sense of security within yourself will truly allow you to attract a partner who mirrors you, who won't want you to compromise, that wants to know what you think or feel, you know, and really tries to draw that out of you instead of just bulldozing you with their needs and wants. Your mantra, Chiron in Libra, is I know myself and love her, or I know myself and love him. And the three things that you can take away, the three things that you can implement is number one, practice a loving kind relationship with oneself by scheduling time alone. 
And for example, you know, take a book that you like and go sit somewhere. You know, if you're in beautiful Southern California, go to the beach on a nice day to read. You know, if you're elsewhere, go to a park or a place that a coffee shop that really resonates with you and take that time to yourself. Bring a journal, listen to music, whatever it is to just take some time nurturing that relationship with you. Number two, you may want to take a class to learn about something you've always been curious about or attend a community event centered on a cause that's important to you to start developing those individual interests and then living out of them, actually doing them. Number three, listen to music, light a candle and take a bubble bath, go on a walk in nature or downtown or on the beach or in a park and forge a positive connection with yourself. And for you, Chiron and Libra, remembering I know myself and love her or him. Chiron and Scorpio, the admonition, the, the friendly reminder to you to keep it simple is there is always a way out. Scorpio is a sign known to be intense, magnetic, and sexual, and insightful. Wounding, Chiron and Scorpio, the wounding is in the area of using one's personal power appropriately. You may either fear your own power or you might abuse your own power. Your personal growth and finances could be a struggle and you might compensate by acting out, by acting out sexually, by acting out, you know, emotionally. Um, and, you know, you experience sexuality as both wounding and or healing. And at the same time, you might feel mistrustful of life and you know to the extreme degree a sense of paranoia and you might then hide that vulnerable beautiful part of yourself with like a tough wall you know that's impenetrable and makes it hard for others to get close or get to know who you truly are and at the same time you have this really innate ability to understand the deep mysteries of life and the afterlife and um you know, you might even live with a fear of death, a fear of dying. And that fear can be really shifted and integrated by understanding that nothing truly dies. Things just change form and nothing is lost to you. A gift for you with this placement of Chiron and Scorpio is the ability to really help others understand loss, grief, and death through your ability that you have to empathize with those really deep processes of, of transformation. And there's great healing power available to you and others by sharing your own experiences about, about these things. And that can help you start to open up more too. So your mantra, Chiron and Scorpio, is I use my power for goodness. I use my power for good, basically. And the three things you can do Number one, volunteer to help a disenfranchised population, for instance, feeding the homeless or becoming a big brother or big sister to mentor a child, something like that. Number two, you might want to take a ropes course, those team building courses that work on issues of trust. You know, there's the high ropes course up in the air and the low ropes course closer to the ground, but it requires you to step out of your comfort zone and trust others to, you know, to keep you safe, something that could be challenging for you. And number three... Chiron and Scorpio, come up with a project and ask for help from specific people to complete it. And remember to use your power for goodness. Chiron and Sagittarius, your admonition is to remember you are a spiritual being having a human experience. You are known, Sagittarius, to be adventurous and philosophical, truth-speaking and spiritual. Your sign is associated with religion, foreign travel, higher truths in the law, and college. So wounding, when your Chiron is in Sagittarius, there's a wounding in your belief system and ability to find meaning in experiences. So it might even be a difficulty, if you want to think about it, in accessing your higher self and feeling a connection to spirituality, whatever that means for you. So for you, the gift comes when you're able to look at your life as an adventure, to find your sense of self within the context of a larger purpose. You're so about that. And deriving pleasure from investigating those topics. And being curious, connecting to greater purpose can be motivating for you and, and cause you to have more of a sense of comfort of being in the world. So your mantra, Chiron and Sagittarius, is I am connected to my higher self. 
I am connected to my higher self. And the three things that you can choose to do. Number one, develop a sense of connection to something beyond yourself. Be that nature or music, art, involvement with the spiritual practice in any one of those areas. It certainly doesn't have to be church. If you know you're not a, a believer in some kind of inner energy, spirituality or, or such, any kind of formal spirituality, but find that type of community somewhere where you feel a connection to something beyond yourself. Nature is a great place to begin that, that journey. Number two, even things I'll often Google if I'm curious about something. Google topics related to finding one's purpose, in air quotes, and see what suggestions pop up. Sometimes it's just, that's how I started this whole book, just Googling things, questions I have. And it just led me down these different rabbit holes of truth, you know, that I'm starting to compile into this book. So be adventurous and creative with how you can get knowledge and information to inform yourself. And number three, read a book of interest, subscribe to a podcast, write a book, start a podcast. And remember, I am connected to my higher self, Chiron in Sagittarius. Chiron in Capricorn, your admonition is keep moving towards the direction of your dreams. Keep moving towards the direction of your dreams. Capricorn, you're known for being hardworking, financially successful, and socially conscious. Wounding happens when Chiron is in Capricorn there's a wounding in the area of achievement there's a wounding in the area of success you might be overly controlling and restrictive or conversely be overly willing to give up control to others neither is healthy for you and you might be you know feel this compulsive need to succeed that's not ever met so you're not ever truly satisfied and you may even compromise your ethics for personal gain and greed you could feel impatient in reaching your goal and even employ deception in worst case scenario to reach your goals more quickly. And, you know, you as a child, you weren't seen as being good enough. There wasn't enough positive affirmation. So really healing yourself, healing that inner child to slow down. You might want to enlist the help of a mentor for guidance and Learn to trust the unfolding, the progressive unfolding of the steps that you're taking in the achievement of a goal and allowing the time frame necessary for it to happen. Your mantra is, I can trust myself to manifest my goals. I can trust myself to manifest my goals. And the three things you might want to look at doing are, number one, commit to helping someone else seeing his or her goal through to completion. Number two, do something once a week for just pure joy and fun only. And number three, find a mentor, like I said moments ago, and ask for help in an area of weakness or struggle so that you can, you know, learn that there's not, it's not a negative to have a weakness or to struggle. It's positive to be able to reach out and, and work on that and verbalize it. It kind of sets you free from the shame of it. Okay, wow, time is going more quickly than I expected. Chiron in Aquarius, your admonition is everyone has to find a way to live with fear. And that's a quote by Hokusai. Everyone has to find a way to live with fear. Aquarius, you're known to be generous, social and friendly, humanitarian, associated with groups and associations. And wounding is in the area of your sense of belonging to a community. You may feel disconnected and isolated, even when you're part of a group, and experience you know, a sense of a hard time fitting in that could lead to avoiding close personal relationships. And healing occurs through your search for becoming a part of and connecting with others in meaningful ways. Humanitar humanitarian causes bring you a lot of pleasure and associating in that way. So that can be something fun for you to reach out and do, and so you don't feel so different. You know, going with with like-minded individuals to things that will definitely bring about healing to that that wound and bring integration to the various parts of yourself your mantra is i allow myself experiences to feel connected i allow myself experiences to feel connected and your three takeaways to implement are number one confide in a trusted source one's feelings of isolation and ask if the person ever feels that way also kind of check in ask do you ever feel like this too because everyone does at some time or another that is for certain 
Number two, ask a like-minded person to go out and do something. It may be a coffee, a meal, a movie, an art opening, or a volunteer opportunity. And number three, start a journal of your own thoughts and feelings to connect yourself with, with what you do find meaning in and what does make you tick. And finally, Chiron and Pisces. Your admonition, your gentle reminder to keep it simple is the most hurtful lies or the ones we tell ourselves. Pisces, you're known to be artistic, psychic, empathetic, and selfless. Your wounding is in your sense of autonomy. You may be perceived as needy even and may care for others but really neglect your own, your own self. You might have experienced victimization in your childhood or betrayal in your adulthood at some point that's affected your ability to believe that there is fairness in the world for you. And you could experience, as a result, intense loss and grief. Healing for you comes, comes through confronting versus escaping this existential crisis of sorts in order to have a greater-than-yourself experience um, Oh, Lord, what did I write there? Wow, big typos. Anyway, in a nutshell, finding higher meaning and connection to something and your self-care being so important to, you know, change that pattern of neglecting yourself and putting yourself second. Your mantra is, I can change the direction of my life through forgiving myself and others. And the three takeaways for you, Chiron in Pisces, is number one, identify three people you haven't forgiven. Write a letter to each of them that fully expresses the hurt, resentments, etc. Burn the letters in your sink to release it, symbolically releasing that unresolved emotion. Number two, choose a person that you have hurt or betrayed and, and actually go make amends to them. Go talk to them about it. And number three, if you have developed some type of unhealthy habit, pattern, or addiction, you know, take some steps to, to heal that, to take more healthy ways of coping. You know, be it through exercise or yoga, spirituality, art, cooking, any number of things. And remember that you can change the direction of your life through forgiving yourself and others. Chiron and Pisces. That's our show for today. Join me next week as I will bring you another guest this time. Take care, everyone. Have a fantastic week. Bye-bye. Irreverent. Entertaining. Cool. You're listening to L.A. Talk Radio.